Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Nikki C, and welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way, a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. Today's special guest is Noah Paragini. Noah is a fitness and health coach specializing in human biomechanics, dynamic and pain-free movement, breath work, relaxation, recovery, and other aspects to optimize the human body. Having dealt with chronic pain and injury, Noah's mission became finding alternatives and functional solutions for recovery. Noah's system for pain-free movement and breath awareness is designed to help practitioners move on from pain and develop new patterns. All right, everyone, you guys ready to learn more about Noah? All right, let's go. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. Oh, appreciate you. Thank you for taking time to join us today. All right. So the, the podcast is called Life Got in the Way. So I want you to kind of talk to um, our listeners a little bit and tell them a little bit about your background and so they can kind of get a little bit of sense of who you are and um, what you do. All right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, my name is Noah. I'm from Kauai, Hawaii. Uh, so I, I grew up on an island, which is unique, um, and uh, have the best you know times of of doing that. Of course, um, just an interesting growing up. Uh, really value it as I look back now. Just me and my mom. I never had a father in my life. That was another really cha- challenging thing <clears throat> for me. Um, still, you know, still have to just move through that in different ways. But um, yeah, it was uh, just me and my mom grew up on an island. Um, lots of beach time and fun times with my friends. Um, of course, didn't always follow the right roads, uh, got into some complications with that, just doing things that I shouldn't have done. I'd really started with the culture, right? We surf, come in, drink a beer. Next thing you know, we're drinking more. And it just, it just was, it's just a cultural thing. And now we're party animals or something. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, uh, really, really valued my friends. Um, they were like my everything in my life. Cause that's kind of what I leaned on a lot. Um, school was challenging for me and there wasn't a lot of, um, I'm Italian, so I'm light-skinned. There wasn't a lot of light-skinned individuals where I grew up here. So that mm-hmm. was kind of was kind of a minority. Um, and, that, and that's a, you know, that had an effect on me for sure. Just being teased and kind of bullied and such throughout my life um, was really challenging. But I got through that, you know, um, 
not the best relationships, I would say, growing up. <laughs> Made some mistakes along the line there. But, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know, um, I worked in the... I worked in restaurants and kind of the, we have, you know, 90% of our, 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 our funds come through tourism. So, so that was kind of what I did a long time, worked in the hotels and the restaurants um, and then kind of surfed all day. It was like surf a day and work at night kind of an environment. And a lot of my friends did the same. Um, Went through some, some ups and downs through that. and then I started kind of through that, I was getting into like exercise and um, I think I was lifting weights at the time. I just kind of, I never really thought I was going, I didn't really have a plan of what I wanted to do or be or anything like that. I never really thought about it, honestly. Nobody really even asked me, I, probably, I think. Uh, so I was kind of just like a, a, a leaf blowing in the wind, you know, it would just the wind would take it, it would land somewhere and then it would blow again and it would land somewhere else. And it didn't really have a lot of structure and discipline and such. Um, so yeah, I did that a lot, had a pretty happy life. Um, but I was still doing drugs and alcohol and that kind of, it wasn't really working out for me. I got sober and long story short, I got to meet, you know, um, who is my wife now, my best friend. Um, we were both sober at the time. And so it worked out well. Awesome. And geez, I started a family. <laughs> I started a family. I have three kids, 17, eight and four. And I re- honestly have found like my real purpose, you know, is just being a father and a husband. I think that's really my main focal point and focus these days and um not an easy task of course but i'm up for the challenge (laughs) awesome awesome so you mentioned you were as you say a leaf blowing in the wind Mm -hmm. (laughs) so now that you have um you've settled in can you tell us a little bit about um you i know you're you're more health conscious now so can Mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about that journey um how do what what makes your um, your your journey a little different? Mm. I always kind of well, I was really insecure first of all growing up. Mm-hmm. I was really skinny and really insecure about my body. So that's probably where it started when I started working out. But then I got teased for being muscular. So there was no real. You can't win with people, right? I know. It's like, uh, you know, as soon as I realized, and I don't know when I realized it, I, I, but I know that it happened where I was comfortable with myself and I loved myself just a little bit more than maybe I did before. Mm -hmm. And um, I started to not really uh, care about other people people's opinions and things of that nature. But going back to exercise, yeah, I started doing it because I was insecure. It made me feel good. Um, At the time, uh, I did that for a long time and different variations of that and kind of explored different avenues and different techniques and such. Um, And then I kind of was at the same time, I started jujitsu. So I've been doing that for about 15 years and you know, it's not an easy task on your body. And so 
I was informed by a few different people, a doctor, a chiropractor, and other other individuals that I shouldn't do those things. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. It was it was a weird experience, honestly. I wasn't crippled, but I thought about people that were in worse situations than me, you know. And I'm like, wait a minute, here, there's got to be a different way. And then I started to, uh, um, well, at the time, my son, my younger son, 17 now, but at the time, he's still playing football. But I found this trainer on Instagram from the mainland, Chad, and uh, I hired him because it was impossible for me to coach my own son, I realized. (laughs) And uh, I hired him and I flew him from the mainland, from Sacramento and you know, we, we, we hit it off right away. And then he introduced me to biomechanics. This is like four years ago, I think. And, um, and through that, I was like, wow, this is pain-free. This is something that, and I dived deep into that and I studied it, you know, all, all, all these years and, um, just, just really getting the pain out of my own self first. And then when COVID happened, that it was just another layer of, of, of awareness of, of how our health system is, it's not sustainable there there's problems there there's it's the it's it's like what we say over here like we have a high tide and a low tide sometimes you can't see where to go with a boat if if the tide is high but the reef is there and when the reef drops you can see the channels and kind of move through the reef without hitting it without damaging your boat and it was kind of that's kind of how i thought of COVID as well you know as just being a it, it exposed a lot and, and, and it's like, it wow, really we got problems here. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. And, and it, even more value, it injected tremendous value in my life because of all the things that I've been through. It, it now I have that experience to share with others, all the pain, all the back pain, neck pain, this pain, that pain, all the trauma, you know, emotional, mental, things of that nature. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, I just started to, and some of the techniques that I've been doing, you know, now are like, they're, they're certified now, you know, whether it was, uh, Mm -hmm. ice, uh, cold showers or red light therapy or, you know, certain, certain aspects of healing and it's good. It's like, it's coming out now and more people need to know about these things because there's ways that they can help themselves. Um, It's like legitimized now, right? Yeah. Whenever you see a certificate, now it's like, oh, that's a thing. That's a real thing. (laughs) Even though it's probably been around for years. (laughs) Well, that, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, a quick story off of that story is is like, it's almost like we we needed to go back, way back to Mm -hmm. to move forward. And and when we went back, you know, we, we did real simple things. We played, we hunted, we walked around barefoot, you know, we gathered, we, we community, we did things of that nature. We went on long walks to go get food, to bring it back to, oh, to, to, awesome. to the village, you know, and, and, and that's kind of the thing. And, um, just, just, just being a more functional body, a more body that can be optimized and feeling its best and thinking clearly and things of that nature, um, are important, you know, <laughs> definitely, definitely. It was like hitting the reset button. For sure. And then it's like, okay, now, you know, we have all these things that need to be fixing. It's like, there's a lot of fixing that needs to be done is what I see. Mm -hmm. 
Now, for um, for our listeners who um, you mentioned the biometrics, for our listeners who may not know what that is, can you just kind of kind of give us a brief idea of what that is and what that entails and how it sure. really benefited you along the way? Yeah. So, so biomechanics, human biomechanics. Is yes, biomechanics. Of, see, yeah, yeah. See, that's why it's, we have to. It's say like it. a. It's like an auto mechanic or a mechanic of any sort or an mm-hmm. engineer, right? Their, their whole thing is to problem solve. And I think that's a really important aspect of, of even this conversation is, is to become more of problem solvers, right? And trying to Definitely. figure things out on our own and, and things of that nature. But really, it's just a study of human movement and how it moves through space and how well it moves through space and, um, you know, through, through certain um, aspects of your joints, your ligaments, your tissues, um, how they're all working together and staying in a place where it's going to be, you know, ultimate health, ultimate health. Um, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. So (laughs) for the, uh, um, not just the biomechanics, but you also, um, I was going through your website and watching some of your videos and you really talk about the importance of posture and breathing. Mm -hmm. Like, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people, we don't, you know, we don't think about posture and how good that can, you know, make us feel right. So mm-hmm. give us a, um, tell the, the listeners a little bit about why posture is, is plays such a, a, a role in our overall health. Absolutely. Nikki. Well, you know, what I tell my clients is like, you know, there's a couple of things that I tell them. One is I don't, it doesn't matter to me how much, I mean, it doesn't matter really how much money you got. If you can't get out of bed and spend it, someone else is going to spend it for you. So that's one. Number two, if you want to get old fast, then, you know, it's going to be your posture. That's going to do that to you. What happens there is through improper posture, improper movement and things of that nature, the nervous system takes its toll there. Um, Things aren't moving through early. The blood's not flowing through. Um, it's not getting into the capillaries, into the tissues, into the body and, and circulating. Um, uh, and, then, and then the poor posture can affect your nervous system, which breaks down your immunity. And so it's all correlated there. Um, we need to have really good posture and we need to be aware. It's just being aware of it in our day to day because our bad posture really, really happens at home when no one's looking, when we're Mm -hmm. bending over to pick up the dishes from the dishwasher, or we're making a sandwich and our hips are pressing against the counter because we're leaning forward or we're on our phones with our necks, or we're sitting in our couch, uh, on our middle of our spine slouching, you know? And so I think posturally it's the number one, like I, 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 I help people from the feet up, but, uh, but as soon as we make some subtle adjustments and it's, it's usually, I mean, everyone's different. I don't want to say some are easier than others, but there's some small little things that you can do that can really change the outcome as you move through life, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the small little things that we can do. As a matter of fact, I like I felt like I had to sit up a little straighter because I'm like, oh my, my, my posture. You're right. Um, but what are some things that people could do at home to just kind of get that ball rolling to 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 breathe a little better or, mm-hmm. or sit up a little straighter beyond just sitting up straight? Like, what are you are some little techniques that you recommend that um, listeners can do at home that 
can help them, you know, start up, just get started with um, for sure. Better for posture. sure. The, I, I never went into the breath, but I wanted to just go into that real quick. And then I'll talk about um, uh, some little some little things you could do. Um, mm-hmm. The reason uh, the breath is so important is is because most of us breathe through our mouths. And when we breathe through our mouths, we we harness the a little bit of more of an emotional and uh, commotional state. It's 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 when we breathe through our nose, it's more of a neurological thing. And so breathing through our nose is going to bring more oxygen into our bodies, into our brains. We're going to be less reactive. Um, we're not going to, you know, the needle, I, I look at it like a needle on the, on the Richter scales. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the news comes on, it spikes up, you know, uh, um, we buy something, it spikes down, whatever it is, it's happening around us at all times. And if we can just stay in the middle, we call it neutral. And we get there through a different, you know, various ways of, of breath exercises. And there's a lot out there, but it can really help you cardiovascularly. It can help your immunity. It can help you sleep. It can help. To, it, there's, there's like hundreds of, of benefits. And then if you're at home, what you can do is, is, is get your couch and throw it away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Mine is probably no. time for it no. to be thrown away. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> You can just become like, um, well, you, you can first start just by breathing through your nose and, and that itself will bring a different type of awareness to you. And once you have an awareness, you can kind of make subtle changes, whether it be, you know, a, a good one for a lot of the girls that I see, this is really common is this, if they're standing up straight, what happens is their legs, their knees lock out. So they're pushed back a lot and it's almost like they're just locked out. And that, if you can unlock your knees and just kind of unbuckle them and stand without them being buckled, that's a huge one. Um, Mm -hmm. um, Pulling your belly button in. That one is, I mean, do that all day. And it's an exercise in itself. Pull your belly button in and push it in. And that will help bring your body up a little bit. Um, And then posturally, like the breath work, it helps with the posture. A lot of us have uh, different torsos. So our, our ribs may be, you know, um, they may be not opened as well as they could be. And through mm-hmm. breath exercises, those ribs become like a, like a, like a, like a, uh, just a, just opened. And that changes posture right there. Just, just opening up the ribs and bringing more airflow. Um, I would say sitting on your sit bones is really important and and, and, and try to think about your spine as a curve, you know, think about that, that J right. Mm-hmm. Or that S and that's, that's really, really important. So little things, but the little things ask all the athletes, all the best athletes in the world, they'll tell you it's the little, little things that they do. Cause then once they get to the, the, the that level, it's, it's what's going to separate them from the other guys. It's just those nuances, those little tiny things that you need to do all the time, consecutively, consistently. And that will, that will, over time, it will, it will change the infrastructure. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. Those are, that's, I never, you know, you don't even really think about the, you know, the, the breathing and, and the fact that your, you know, your lungs can expand or your rib cage can expand in that way. So that 
good food for thought in a way. So yes. thank you. I, I like those ideas. Those are great. I'm going to have to start implementing some of these things because <laughs> I definitely, those are all the things that I definitely need to work on. Um, so I know that, you know, doing this type of work, you you probably have helped so many different people. How did it feel when you, the first time you were able or inspired someone by the work that you're currently doing? That's a great question. I have chicken skin right now, which which we call goosebumps in Hawaii. It's called chicken oh. skin. That's a good <laughs> cool. thing. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it just the way and some of the things that I've been through in my life, um, it, it's just, I honestly don't know even if I think about it as much as I should. You know, it's kind of one of those things where you just, you know, I, that, this is just a powerful question because I really don't take the time to think about it as much as I should. And just saying that right now, thinking about it, I have like just a joyous feeling inside of my body, you know, like I feel, I feel good. I feel emotional about it a little bit because there are so many people that need something, you know, whatever it is. I'm, I don't know, but there's people that are, they're hurting inside, you know, there's people that Mm -hmm. need to talk to somebody. There's people that need to be loved and hugged and helped and just everything. And, you know, it's like upliftment of humanity, you know, be a beacon of light, a forklift unto humanity, you know, be that guy. And, um, I just, you know, I, that's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that you can even put it in that words, I'm sure just that alone shows that you you're very in tap to your this this connection, this this oneness with self and and understanding the importance of having that mind, body and spirit aligned and connected. So I'm sure just just that alone is inspiring. And you probably have no idea how many people you've probably impacted. And, and touch the lives of us. So that's a, you know, sometimes you got to think about that. That's an amazing thing because, yeah. you know, we, you know, you, you, you always, you, you talked about um, in the beginning, how you were, you just didn't know where you were going to go, where, you know, mm. where life was leading you. You didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. You weren't sure no one ever asked you. And, and for you to, to get to this place now where you're taking that talent that, you know, that, that starting with, you know, your, your studies, your personal, just for your own personal growth. And now you're taking that and you're enhancing other people's lives. That's truly remarkable and amazing in itself. So, you know, that's a good thing to think about, you know, yeah we don't think about how we impact others and, and other people are um, impacted by the things that we do. So you just know that, yeah. just know that you're changing lives, even this, this, I appreciate this that. one breath at a time, right? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So now you're in a, a place where, you know, you have had these experiences, life experiences that have changed you. You know, there are lessons um, surrounding us in everyone that we encounter or come across for you, um, who has been that catalyst of those lessons? Oh, I mean, I've helped a lot of different people. Um, oh, I mean, I think a couple of people come to mind for me as working with older people, first of mm-hmm. all. I love working like, with the elderly. I do. Yeah, I, I don't even want to say elderly. You know, I yeah. just want to say just mm-hmm. whatever, but. 
just working with them really puts things into perspective and, and learning how to work with them actually Mm -hmm. like having the patience and having the, the right tone, um, and, and not being too hard, you know, like soften up grace, understanding, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but the biggest thing I think with working with the elderly is listening to what they have to say. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Really listening. (laughs) Because I feel like that's where I've gotten, um, that's where I've learned to do better at, you know, listen to other people. Um, and so, so that's shaped some, 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 you know, things in my life. And then also I've worked with uh, some, uh, I have an athlete over here. She, she's, she was bitten by a shark. Um, and when she was young, her name's Bethany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her, it was a long time ago, but yeah, she's, she has one arm. And so I've, I've done some work with her. She's a professional surfer. Um, but just, and then some other, some other in, individuals that, that, that were in her circle, and that really put up because I went to a camp that she had with like 20 quadriplegic and different, you know, women that had different accidents and such. And some of them had, you know, one leg, two leg, one arm, no arms, no leg. Like it was just unreal. And they're out there doing everything they can to do their best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can complain so much about something so simple. And yet we forget how it is for other people, you know, in their life. And so for me, it's like empathy, compassion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those two are the pillars, I think, you know, empathy, compassion. Those are the two pillars that I get from working with. I mean, you know, just the people that I've worked with, but really anyone, really, if you tap in, that's kind of important. But I would yeah. say those, those are two really good ones. Yeah, empathy is so, so important in so many aspects, just to be able to put yourself and walk in their shoes. And even if you don't agree with whatever, you know, going on or how their their thought process or whatever, just knowing that, you know, I, I may not agree with how you got where you got, but I understand. Yeah. I, you know, I feel and I and I and I understand what you're feeling. I can't, you know, be completely but I can really empathize and connect on that level. So that's important. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, you, you're, you're doing all of this really good work. Have you ever, what, in what ways has mentorship played a role in your personal growth? That's an interesting question because I don't, when I think of a mentor, I think of a da- like having a dad first. And so that's a missing piece in my life. I've had, some other individuals though, um, my yoga teacher, he, he's a great man. He's an encouraging man. He calls me like superhero. No matter what I tell him, he's always encouraging me. He's, you can, you can do it. Oh, easy stuff. You know, it just, it's always been. And so he's one of the guys that I go to, um, for, you know, any type of, whatever I'm going through, if I'm going through, um, something that I can't talk to my, you know, well, no, not necessarily. Cause I think my first person I would talk to would be my wife. Yeah. You know, nice. but, but like as a mentor, he's definitely somebody that he's a teacher. He's my teacher, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I also have a jujitsu teacher. Um, 
And then there's been some guys in my industry that I look up to in the biomechanics world that are really, really smart and do similar work, better work than me, right? Because they're, they're even more experienced. And uh, those guys have really uh, carried a note in my, in my life as well. Um, but I would say Dr. Hari Kosa is his name. Okay. He's, he's, he's a great guy. Yeah. All right, cool. That it's yeah. always good to have Emmy. You know, we we think that uh, all of our growing, you know, when we grow, we turn eighteen, and you know, we we've had our parents in our lives, and and that's all we need. But the mentor mentorship is ever, you know, it's always it keeps it's constant, and sure. everybody and that village. It takes a village. It doesn't even no. just take a village to raise us to eighteen. It just takes us that we need a life village, you know, because then we yeah. have our own. You know, we start our own families and then that village sure. that, and they become part of that life. And so that's always an amazing thing when we can um, stay connected with people who really impact our lives. Absolutely. Okay. So what do you think is one common myth about, um, you know, this idea of getting, changing your life around and, and uh, in terms of being a, having a healthier lifestyle, what mm-hmm. do you think is a myth a common myth about um, starting that process? I think everyone's on their own journey and you got to respect that. You got to have empathy and understanding about that. And not everybody's going to eat your, your salad when you make it. And that's okay. (laughs) Right. You know, it's okay. There's a lot of salad there and some people are going to eat it. Some people are going to eat it and not like it either. (laughs) Right. Some people are going to tell you they like it. And some people will never tell you they don't, you know, and so everybody's got their own journey and it's the approach. It really is. It's the way and manner in which you communicate. I think it has a lot to do with everything. You know, if we could be honest and we could be transparent and we can make connections and communicate with compassion and kindness and those things, you know, maybe we'll have a conversation with somebody, but right now we're living in a world or a place that is filled with uncertainty and and, and, and not everyone is standing on solid ground there. And so mm-hmm. you, the trust aspect of, of individuals is, is one thing, you know? Um, but yeah, just stay on, you know, everyone has their own journey and don't compare yourself to others around you. Do what oh. you can. Do what yes. you can, but don't compare yourself to the, you know. Say that for the people in the back. <laughs> that is so true because we we spend so much of our time comparing our journeys to where other people are. And it's, you know, we just have to realize we're on our own individual journeys. We'll get there when we're meant to be there, you know. Yeah. And it's tricky too because there's so much out there, right, with marketing and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And people get sucked into to different aspects of, of belief and influence and things of that nature. So it's really, I think just peeling off the layers and finding your way through the, the different valleys and peaks that you need to go through to, to, to do it. Uh, indeed. I agree. I agree. Okay. So I know that you're, you have your family time, so I don't want to take too much of your time. So we're going to get to our quick little random round question. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so what do you do to stay motivated? Oh, gosh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I've been going through this. <laughs> I've been going through this. I think um, I think finding 
finding stories. I'm a big sports person, so finding stories on in sports that 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 in, that that inspire me. Um, I do have some inner motivation inside of me, you know. Just it just it just needs to be awakened. But like all people, you know, it's all it's all it's in there somewhere. Um, it's in there. But yeah, it's in there. It's in there. But I'm um, finding. I think finding your purpose. So like for me, I want to be around with my family as long as I can because I love them as 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 and more than anything in the world. And I want to mm-hmm. be a part of that for as long as I can. So that is motivating me to stay or be healthy. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes complete sense. Sorry for the quick uh, long answer. Oh, I, I, I like that. I like that answer. I think it was a great answer. Um, so I would say what is something that makes you smile? <laughs> Definitely my, my, my dog, Appa. <laughs> he's a white Pomeranian and he's, he's my best buddy. Oh, yes. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Last one. Um, where do you go when you want to be alone? <laughs> I'll probably, I'll probably, uh, wait, where do I go when I want to get alone? Yeah. Well, this morning I, I got up before everybody woke up and I went down to the beach and, uh, I did a little workout, little video content down there. So that was really, really cool. I don't do that all the time, but once in a while I'll go to the store, the grocery store. Okay. <laughs> and I'll just, I think that's, that's my biggest one. It's like, I'm going to go to the store. I'll take a drive around, you know, listen to some music, cool off with the AC. And then I get <laughs> to go in the grocery store and in my own little world. And I was funny because yesterday I was, I was in the grocery store with myself and I'm, I'm like putting some sign in, in my basket. And I'm like, I'm going to get some of this. I'm going to get some of that. And I'm like, I might, talking to myself and this lady passed by and she goes yep that's what happens that's what happens and it was pretty funny but yeah i would say the i would say the grocery store awesome awesome i love it i love it well oh my gosh you i just want to thank you Noah. you've been amazing thank you for just um sharing your story with us and telling us all these really cool and inspiring things to kind of um look forward to keep motivated and, and maybe put into practice, um, especially that breathing and that, and that posture. I'm, I'm going to work on that. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you can have a, uh, you can have a free session with me if you, if you'd like and, and totally open Just um, you can DM me and um, I really appreciate this. This was okay. fun and really cool and awesome. I recommend it and it's therapeutic <laughs> even it's therapeutic and it's, Definitely. it's really cool. It's, it's really powerful. And, Mm-hmm. Better than I expected. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm definitely going to take you up on that offer. All right. So um, for the listeners who want to get more information about you or learn more about your um, coaching and courses, where can they go? Yeah, they can find me at IamNoahParagene.com. The easiest way is, is IamNoahParagene on Instagram. Um, and you can send me a DM through there. I work a lot off of Instagram. So I get a lot of clients off of there. Just kind of, you know, communicating and things of that nature on the back ends. Um, but yeah, Instagram or my website would be best. 
start there. Okay, great, great, great. So I will make sure I put that information in the description. And I just want to thank everyone for joining us today and to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. for a new episode. And remember to hit the subscribe button so that you won't miss any episodes. And until we meet again, I'm your host, Nikki C. And remember, it's time to get back to dreaming again. If not now, then when?